From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, April 23rd, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. One of the four people accused in the slayings of eight members of the Roden family in southern Ohio's Pike County in 2016 has agreed to plead guilty to murder and testify against his brother, mother, and father. More from Kevin Landers. In return for his pleading to aggravated murder, Jake Wagner will now testify against his family also accused of this crime. His plea comes on the fifth year anniversary of this brutal crime. What plea do you enter to aggravated murder as charged in county? I am guilty, He did turn to the courtroom filled with survivors of the Roden family and said, quote, I am deeply sorry. Prosecutors say the motive in the crime was an obsession by the Wagner family to gain custody of Wagner's daughter, Sophia. What followed was a murder plan that was highly planned. The judge said Wagner used surveillance video, illegal monitoring of social media accounts of the Rodens, and the use of a silencer to kill the family while they slept. Based on the totality of the information now known by the state, including the forthright statements of the defendant, we have overwhelming evidence that the defendant and the three co-defendant members of his family are in fact responsible. Now, Wagner was also charged with forgery by creating a fake document attempting to use that to get custody of his daughter should his mother die. Now, prosecutors say he filed that paperwork six days after the murders. Jake Wagner, by changing his plea to guilty on all eight counts, will serve life in prison with no possibility of parole. In Pike County, Kevin Landers. Governor Mike DeWine has said that Ohio needs to have 50 or fewer COVID cases per 100,000 residents before lifting health orders. Reporter Will Ewick says now the governor is considering other benchmarks, such as hospitalizations or vaccination rates. Dr. David Morgalius, an infectious disease specialist at Metro Health, says the best barometer for the state's status is hospitalizations and deaths. But the problem is those numbers tend to lag behind. It will take longer for those to start to drop after we know we're, we're doing the right thing. If we'd switch to a vaccination rate, what would that rate be? Well, the governor did not say, but if you look at the neighboring state of Kentucky, that's what they're using. They're trying to get to 70% of their adult population. I'm Will Uick. Currently, Ohio is at 185 cases per 100,000 people, and 38% of adults have received at least one dose. The Columbus Division of Police has released images of 18 persons of interest connected to a huge weekend block party south of the Ohio State University campus that did massive property damage. More from ONN's Brittany Bailey. At least 1,000 people attended this gathering near the Ohio State University campus this past weekend. Police released video from Chitfest where they say seven vehicles were flipped and there was some widespread vandalism reported. According to OSU's Code of Conduct, off-campus behavior that causes substantial property damage is a violation and violations could result in suspension or dismissal from the university. Police are releasing this video in hopes that someone will come forward with information to help identify the people involved. No one is against uh, kids being kids in college and having a good time. What, what we have a problem with is when uh, these young folks, um, you know, they're now adults, they're young adults. And when you cross into a realm where you're causing damage and you are hurting other people's property, that's not okay. I'm Brittany Bailey. 
The energy company at the center of Ohio's largest ever bribery investigation into a nuclear bailout bill is reportedly in talks with the U.S. Attorney's Office about taking a deal. Akron-based First Energy disclosed in a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission Thursday that the deal with a federal prosecutor could include a so-called deferred prosecution agreement in which authorities level fines or restrictions on a business in lieu of pursuing criminal charges. Last summer, now former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder was among those arrested in connection with the billion-dollar nuclear bill and the alleged bribes from First Energy that successfully saw that bill become law. Nursing homes and assisted living centers around the state are in need of workers, Laura Queso explains. The pandemic has devastated healthcare provider staffing, according to Pete Van Runkel of the Ohio Healthcare Association. It's an emergency. I was talking to a member and they said they were paying starting nursing assistants 18 bucks an hour. And that is 50% higher than they would have made pre-pandemic. He says the problem comes down to wear and tear on the staff. New rules like wearing N95 masks and PPE all day and weekly COVID testing, too. I'm Laura Casho. Police involved shooting deaths such as that of 16-year-old Micaiah Bryant in Columbus on Tuesday are prompting lawmakers to call for a change in the way officers and the community interact. More from Brittany Bailey. Two Ohio Republican lawmakers are preparing to propose a reform bill. Representative Cindy Abrams says reform is about police and the community. When I say education, I don't just mean the officers. I mean the community. So that's where, you know, years ago it was community policing and people get to know us as humans. You know, there's a person behind the badge and that person took an oath to protect and serve. The bill has not been introduced to the House yet. I'm Brittany Bailey. Tomorrow is National Prescription Drug Take Back Day, an annual push for you to drop off your old medications at participating police stations or pharmacies so they can be disposed of properly. Karina Nova has the details. Psychiatrist Julie Theater from the OSU Wexner Medical Center explains some of the people most at risk of abusing prescription opioids in your home. We know that a lot of people, particularly adolescents, teenagers end up starting to use opioids from supplies that are found around their house. I'm Karina Nova. Dashcam video captured a close call between two bicyclists and a police officer responding to an emergency call in suburban Cleveland. ONN's Dave James has the details. Yesterday, police in Brunswick released the video on Facebook of the incident from a couple of weeks ago to remind people to be aware of their surroundings. The video showed the officer rushing to a crash, siren wailing, when he hits the brakes as an adult and child try to cross the intersection against the light, which had changed automatically to give the officer the right-of-way. The pair stopped and moved back as the officer swerved and continued on to the call. Police are reminding people to check surroundings when hearing a siren. Dave James, in News. And just across the Ohio River in Huntington, West Virginia, Marshall University Ceramics students are conducting an annual fundraiser next week to help feed needy families in three states. Molly Brewer has more. The 18th annual Empty Bowls event will take place in person next Friday in downtown Huntington. Masks are required at the event and social distancing will be observed. Marshall students and volunteers are making ceramic bowls to be purchased at the six-hour event and online by the Pottery Place. The fundraiser will benefit the Facing Hunger Food Bank, which serves people in 17 counties in Ohio, West Virginia, and Kentucky. Molly Brewer, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. 
This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.